Akwaba. Welcome to the Team Ghana EU podcast, where you receive news, updates, discussion, and everything significant football and Ghana related. I want this to be a bite-sized podcast where you receive information to which you can further research, or we can have listeners actively involved by tweeting or emailing us for discussion or wanting more information. The podcast will be broken into three parts. Youth and senior. This could be to discuss either players or teams, or both. And then the third topic is open. This could be something that is current, or a topic I or a guest may wish to discuss. Each part of the show will last five minutes, so we'll have five minutes to provide the information, to which if needed, I'll say at a time of, for example, one minute. One minute at a time. That being said, let the show start with youth players. Now, youth players. Now, this is something that's always been close to my heart, and the reason why I say that is because in working in professional football and in working in youth football, I've always come across players players young players who are of Ghanaian descent to which I've always looked at them and thought to myself at some stage these players will be eligible to play for Ghana or is the network or is the um, I don't want to see the organization I want to see the infrastructure in place where we could potentially select these boys at some stage in the future to potentially represent Ghana um, that being said what I'm going to do very, very quickly, I'm just going to run through a number of the clubs where I know personally where there are Ghanaian players actually playing for those professional clubs. So, uh, Barney Football Club, um, Leicester City, Bournemouth, um, Arsenal, definitely there's some players of Ghanaian descent playing there. Fulham Football Club, Man City, Manchester United, Spurs, I might mention Bournemouth already, Watford, Villa, um, West Ham, Norwich, uh, I believe Sheffield United, Nottingham Forest, um, and there's a couple more as well. But even away from the clubs that I mentioned, I know there's a number of clubs in the UK, other than the ones that I've just mentioned, to which obviously have Ghanaian players or players of Ghanaian descent, which actually play for them. And that's without having discussed any of the other clubs, obviously, not other clubs, other countries in Europe, such as um, the Netherlands, where obviously there's a, um, I'm gonna say a large contingent of Ghanaians, definitely Germany, and I'm gonna say Italy as well. Um, so for me, I think the, I don't wanna say the structure's there, but certainly the players are there, certainly coming through the system of Ghanaian heritage, which could potentially play for the Ghanaian national side at some stage. So whether it's the full national side or whether it's actually the youth ages, which is something um, I would like to see actually um, in progress or begin at some stage to which we can actually move, um, let's call it the project forward, because at some stage I believe we should be actually challenging for honours. I believe we are in actually position to actually challenge for honours, but I think we need to see some sort of steps taken um, before we can actually um, visualise and actualise some of these um, ambitions that we do have. Ah, so I've taken some notes, so I include everything in this bite-sized topic. I believe or think the problem began through not knowing how to access them, through a lack of knowledge, network or otherwise, and in so, playing players from and based in Ghana is an easy option, and truth be told, it paid off in winning the Under-20s World Cup in 2009. I know we can link a lot of the issues down to financial incentives, and I do that with air quotes, obviously, with the recent scandal, but we'll discuss that, obviously, in a later part of the show. Um, what I want to do now is actually discuss maybe a bit of positivity, and obviously, I know we've had the recent... Um, international break and also obviously want to shed light on a few players to which I think have done very very well so um, here in England obviously we've had the under 21s play and I think we've had a few of the younger age groups play as well so what I want to do is just shed light on a couple of players to which I'm aware of who have played um, in the England internationals and set up but obviously of Ghanaian heritage so there's um, Callum, Callum Hudson-Odoi and there's also Eddie Nketiah 
Both individuals in some way, shape or form have come through the Chelsea setup. Callum Mossy is currently still at Chelsea and is playing first team football. And you've got Eddie Nketiah who started at Chelsea, left Chelsea, um, play, and obviously consequently and now plays for Arsenal, but is actually on loan at Leeds at this moment in time. Eddie Nketiah is an individual, I think, who's got amazing potential. Likewise, Callum Hudson-Odoi. I think Callum Hudson-Odoi is essentially an England international. I don't think um, he's been capped properly um, at this moment in time, I'm not too sure, but for me, that's that's. I think that's an option that has been, or I think that's a door that's been closed. I think he's going to be a a full England international. I think he's got remarkable potential, and I think um, I think and hope, obviously, he will fulfil that. So, for any Ghanaians out there, I would keep an eye on Callum Callum Hudson Odoi just in regards to him being Ghanaian and championing his um, his progress, let's say. But in regards to Eddie Nketiah and the and what I would like to maybe discuss just very, very briefly before we finish off is the fact that I think sometimes you can have players who have a lot of potential and what you have, and what you have, let's say, in this country and certainly in England is you have players of um, great ability, um, but because the pool's so wide, what we tend to do or what England tend to do is to cap those players at a really early age so they actually keep those individuals under the umbrella so there's no chance of losing those individuals to other countries and I think we're in a position where I think um, I think Ghana I think should look at players such as Eddie and Ketty who have got great potential um, and potentially reach out to those individuals in regards to representing Ghana but just even away from that I think Eddie and Ketty I think is in a position where I think he needs to play football um, for many many reasons I think he's in very very good form and also I think he's on the verge of either I think I mean he's going to score goals. I think there's no doubt about that. He's going to score goals, whether it's at the Championship level or whether it's Premier League level. But I think he's at a point in time in his career where he needs he needs games. Um, and I think if he stays at Leeds, um, to which I think, and I'm speaking after the fact, um, after the fact, in that Leeds played Birmingham Birmingham today, and they drew. No, they didn't draw. They won. Um, but he came on as a sub. But I think he's in a such a rich vein of form that I think he should be starting, particularly with Patrick Bamford not really in great form. So I think Eddie is in a position, obviously, with Christmas coming up. Um, he's in a position, obviously, where he may potentially be recalled to Arsenal. Uh, but he needs to play games. I think he's in a point in time where he can really fulfil his potential and he needs to kick on. Um, so there's obviously two players to which I believe you should actually look out for. I think they'll be very obvious to a few individuals anyway, but definitely two individuals you should look out for. This month and until the end of October, we'll be highlighting senior players, Ghanaian legends, but a concerted effort by and large will be made in highlighting youth players across Europe. We've got a promotional video that will feature youth players dropping in two weeks, the 4th of November, but look out for our Inside Preview docuseries on IG and YouTube. On to our second segment, senior players. We've recently had the Wafu Championships to which we lost out to Senegal in the final, a good showpiece event which we, including I, got an opportunity to see players who don't feature regularly, so congratulations to them. Also, we've had the AFCON qualifying group which has been drawn, to which the most notable side drawn alongside us was South Africa. Our campaign begins on the 15th of November. On to our third segment, which will be about the GFA. I don't have the candidates at hand, but I'll be posting these on our social media. So, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, etc, etc. But by all means, obviously look at other publications in regards to the current elections. I think it's an important um, topic, A, to myself, but at the same time, obviously, for all those involved um, in Ghanaian football or just uh, Ghanaians just in general. I think, obviously, with the recent football scandal in Ghana, I think we're currently, obviously, going through a period, obviously, in repairing, obviously, our reputation. A, to restore um, pride 
and also trust in the Ghana NFA, but at the same time, restore some pride in regards to actually, or as to, uh, being competitive. So that goes in reference to the African nations or even the World Cup. Um, so these are important factors and important things, obviously, to us. Um, for me, and I haven't actually researched all the candidates properly, but this is something I will do personally. But I thought it would be very, very important to put my point across as to what I think is key in selecting someone who's going to take the Ghanaian Football Federation forward. Um, I think we need, obviously, to see something dynamic or a dynamic change in the system in, regarding to, in regards to the development um, of the youth players, but also selection across the board. So obviously, at this moment in time, as moment in time, I think we're having players who are selected primarily. I think, anyway, um, from Ghana, which is not a problem, but I think it's important that you actually have a wider scope to which you're going to select players from. Again, um, this is something which I find important. I think in Europe, in particular. Or it doesn't even necessarily need to be in particular. I think at this moment in time, in some of the countries that I mentioned, whether it's England, Holland, um, Germany or Italy, I think you have Ghanaians there going through a development system and playing at clubs who are high in the pyramid of world football. And I think an opportunity is definitely being missed by not selecting those boys for some of the youth tournaments and ultimately for the national team at some point down the line. So what I'm looking for in a president or, or candidates or individuals who are going to take the Football Federation forward is someone who's going to have the structure or put in place a long-term plan as to not necessarily including those boys, but looking at the wider picture as to um, the Ghanaian national, national team moving forward. And this may be a five-year plan, this may be a 10-year plan, but I'd like to see some form of um, structure and plan going forward that's it for the podcast today um, it'll be a bi-weekly podcast so if you have any questions or queries please tweet or comment on any of our posts at Team Ghana EU or email us at teamgarnereu at gmail.com see you in a couple of weeks thanks thanks